It's called the 12 Universal Laws of How to Practice and How to Practice them. So this is what they call natural law. So in the article they say the one that most people have heard of is the law of attraction. But uh, they haven't heard about all the others. So I'll, I'll share the link to the article in the chat as well, so you can go read it. So what are the 12 universal laws and where do they come from? So the 12 universal laws are thought to be intrinsic, unchanging laws of our universe that ancient cultures have always intuitively known. The laws are often associated with Ho'oponopono, which is what you should see the short version of the Ho'oponopono right there. I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. A meditation for freedom originating in ancient Hawaii culture. Hawaiian culture. Some of the laws, however, are also attributed to Hermetic philosophy, going back to ancient Egypt. And for those of you who don't realize, <laughs> a lot of this stuff comes from um, well before and you know it's not really exactly what most people think it is but um, there's a lot more to this story let's put it that way and what matters though is that the universe is always sending messages through whoever and whatever so you will find these universal laws in many ways if you just you know, just listen to them if you don't know them and then you'll see in your life. So the list of ancient laws has withstood the test of times as both Kaiser, Kumar and plenty of others around the world still work with it today. All of the laws are about mastering your life with love and joy, Kaiser explains. Here's an introduction to the themes and underspinnings of each underpinnings, not spinnings, but <laughs> that's one of the way I read it. And how to apply them to your life today. <laughs> one, the law of divine oneness. So the first and most foundational law of the universe is the law of divine oneness which highlights the interconnectedness of all things. It says that beyond our senses, every thought, action, and event is in some way connected to anything and everything else. So how to apply it? Kaiser notes this one came off a bit heady, but applying it in real life entails being compassionate with others and recognizing that we are all one. She recommends working this law by asking questions like, how can I show more compassion and acceptance toward those I don't understand? Or what would love do? Yeah, that's right. Um, if you read tarot and you have decks, you will find stuff like this. Uh, spread here and there, by the way, as well. So a lot of people will really find this. 
Um, this kind of stuff is actually, you know, very heart-based stuff. So if you cultivate heart-basedness and you are possibly vegan, even if you eat vegan crap, it's still better. So if you don't partake in cruelty and actively, when you learn you're doing it, instead of beating yourself down, you have some self-regulating mechanism to allow yourself to love yourself and the fact that you didn't know and now you do and you can change. Um, with tapping it's possible to do that. Um, you know, then you're basically doing it already. So that's why I say a lot of people will be already practicing a lot of this. They just don't call it in this way. Um, and that's why. So the second law, they list here is the law of vibration. At the microscopic level, everything is in constant motion, absolutely, vibrating at a specific frequency. That's right. This applies to matter, but also one's personal frequency as well. Yes, that's why we can perceive each other clearly. Um, this law says that our vibrational frequency can inform our lived experience. Yes, we have markers and all that shit, just like we do in physical. For example, you may be able to receive money, but perhaps you can't hold on to it. <clears throat> and Kumar notes, because vibrationally, you could be operating on a lower level. So you can have like blockages and stuff. If you feel the need to elevate your frequency, good vibes anyway, <laughs> there are lots of great practices to do so, including yoga, sound, bathing, and chakra work. Of course, if you're not vegan, have a good time because you're breaking one of the main laws. So. Number three, love correspondence. This law states that patterns repeat throughout the universe, and on a personal level, our reality is a mirror of what's happening inside us at that moment. Think as above, as below, as within, so without, and so forth. Uh, yin, yang acid and alkaline and so forth feminine masculine just yeah that's the connection so how to apply it to kaiser's mantra for this law it's happening for you not to you well yes that's a good one it's happening through you and for you it's better because it's coming through you but it's for you so it's for your benefit that's the intention anyway. If our life is chaotic and fearful, she says, it's because there is chaos and fear within. If our life seems calm and grounded, it is because we feel peace within. In any troubling situation, she suggests asking that the situation can show you about yourself and what requires healing within. Yes, so if you just, you know, do the heart centering, trust me, ground, heart centering, you're good to go. Number four, law of attraction. Undoubtedly, the most talked about universal law, the law of attraction, is often used for manifestation. It says that like attracts like, and you get what you focus on. Not only that, but you have to believe what you're seeking is possible to obtain. So if your heart is not in it, 
good luck. It is similar to the law of vibration in this way and it's important to learn how to vibrate at a level that attracts what you're seeking. Of course, how, how can you do that, right? Uh, you tap when you're not feeling well and then you can use tapping also to manifest. So I like to use them together because it's a smart way of using time as well and your resources, you know, do two things at once, yay, move on quickly, but at your own pace at the same time. It's just wonderful. So how to apply it? If you want love but do not give love, for example, you're sending the universe a message about your priorities. If you repeat an affirmation but don't believe what you're saying, it's useless. Actually, many times it slaps you by giving you exactly what your unconscious wants, which often is quite different or the opposite. So, <laughs> it's funny. When we focus on what we want versus what we don't want, it will show up in our life, says Kaiser. It's very true. But if you, again, if you have blockages, you need to remove the blockages. So if you tap, because you do your affirmations, that's how you get shit done. Again, your will has very little power in all of this. Your heart-centeredness and your emotions, but not in reaction. When you are centered, your emotions help you manifest. Then the next one is number five, the law of inspiration, of inspired action, sorry. My head was inspiration. <laughs> I love how my eyes just bring things together. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's very fun. And it's not because I don't see it. The law of inspired action is all about taking those real actionable steps to invite what we want into our lives. Often the inspiration comes from within. Inspired action is that gentle internal nudge, Kumar says. It's not always a plan of action. And so how to apply it? Practicing this law is all about slowing down, getting quiet and creating space for internal guidance. When we let go of our need to arrange and control how things will work out and we are instead open to all possibilities, it makes room for new ways of achieving the goals that we might not have considered otherwise. Yeah, and that is um, one of the things most people have issues with because, um, yeah, they just don't know how to go about doing it and um, 
that's why. Just a matter of, you know, learning. states that on an energetic level everything in the universe is constantly evolving or fluctuating every action is preceded by a thought with thoughts themselves having the power to eventually manifest in our physical reality Ever been around a negative person and felt your own positivity depleting? That's one example, but it can also work the other way around. Higher frequencies transmute lower ones when applied with intention. And that's what you do when you tap. That's what you always say. If you're not happy, tap, because then you can literally curse someone and you're not hurting them or yourself you're just processing your own feelings and in doing so you're elevating your own energy frequency because you're releasing low energy frequency and in doing so you're helping everybody else around so i know i am mad <laughs> how to apply it knowing this we can actively seek to uplift negative energy around us by maintaining positive thoughts and actions. Well, when you do it in the heart centering way, you're actually doing through your power center, so it's a lot stronger and easier. Seven, love, cause, and effect. Relatively straightforward, this law highlights, this is called karma, by the way, uh, this law highlights the direct relation between actions and events. What's important to note here, according to Kumar, is we often can see the effects right away, but they will come back around. How to apply it? Trust that every action will have a reaction, good or bad, and what you put out there may not come back to you at that moment, but that vibration, that energy you put out there has a ripple effect. That's why I like that song, Ripple, um, because, you know, in that song, he tells you exactly how it actually does work, um, at least, you know, in, in this respect. If you're coming from a place of anger or resentment, if you put that energy out there, you'll eventually be affected as a result. And the effect, actually, of that is in your... Uh, liver as well because that's where we store anger and it shows up and uh you can change that around also when you change your diet i've seen it in my father who is really chronically angry anybody who's angry you can see it in their faces the body just shows you on the outside what's going on inside and um it's really easy to see actually people who are you know, nice on the outside, but you really see that they are actually angry people secretly, 
and issues in the body. So it's pretty fucking funny. And because I used to be super angry as a person, I don't judge that at all. I mean, anger is just, um, you know, people who are really in pain usually actually I find get very angry. It's really pain, and that's fear in the end. It's just not that complicated in the end. So how to apply to work with this law in a manner that attracts or compensates for love and support, for example? Guys are just asking yourself, where am I being called to serve and support others today? So, <clears throat> I think I jumped, I'm so sorry about that. The anger thing, I just jumped. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I I gave you how to apply the law of compensation. Now I, I'm gonna read the law of compensation, that's number eight. The law of compensation relates closely to the law of attraction and the law of correspondence. You reap what you sow is the main takeaway with the law of stating your efforts will always come back to you positively. If you are seeking something, you must contribute in some way toward your goal. And so, again, how to apply to work with the law in a manner that attracts or compensates for love and support. For example, Kaiser suggests asking yourself, where am I being called to serve and support others today? And that's exactly what it boils down to. So. Like, you know, when the mermaids go around and make the children happy. All day. They teach them good things. They may not be making a buck from it, but they are actually, you know, building them. So, law of relativity. <laughs> this law suggests that we are inclined to compare things in our world, but in reality everything is neutral. Relativism exists in all things, and in the end, meaning comes down to our perspective and perception. <laughs> That's why they say, you know, you change your point of view, you change the picture that you're looking at, because it is that. But it's hard to see when you haven't gone through it, or if you are in a place where you feel really dark, you know, and it's not your fault. How to apply it? Applying this law can help us understand the tougher parts of our lives with greater comp compassion, sorry, compensation, I was gonna say. <laughs> for example, if we're feeling ungrateful for our living situation, it could be because we are comparing our arrangements with someone else's. Instead, we'd be better off appreciating what we have without needing to compare it to something else. Ah, yeah, I mean, or you can compare it to something like, oh, I used to be in a better place before, you know, it's normal, right? I just tap when I feel like shit, like that. We all do, and it's normal, and it, that's why we're here, to experience different things. And it's just part of this, you know, place, in a way. So, unless someone has a magic formula 
to just always be happy. Sorry, it might sound like you're sort of releasing some kind of, you know, it's interesting. It's good. It's letting go. It's not a fault thing, and that's the thing. People just need to get out of that fault, shame, guilt kind of, you know, mentality and just realize to give themselves help and stop judging what you couldn't have changed but now you can and that's where the power stays so number 10 love polarity this law says that everything in life has an opposite good and evil love and fear warmth and cold the key is understanding these are all two sides of the same coin yeah because love and evil evil is just lack of love Fear is just like love, you know, and cold is just like warmth, and <laughs> so one is just the lack of the other, and they are the same thing, just opposite, and that's what yin-yang means, that's what feminine masculine are, that's what, so then people start thinking, oh, then which one is evil? But see, evil is not what everybody has been taught to think, and, and to think, and that's the other misconception. So words are loaded with meaning, and when you read sentences like that, they're kind of loaded with misinformation if you don't know how to read them correctly, and if you just give it your own spin, you know? That's why, personally, I like to just always tell people to tap as you do anything, because when you tap, you will be able to actually read it for what it truly is, rather than the lens that was taught to you until you were, you know, seven, and if you haven't updated that kind of programming, you're still running on some program that other people inputted in you when you were too young to basically discern for yourself. And when you tap, you neutralize that, so it's the easiest way. But, you know, do what you may, it's your body, it's your choice, right? How to apply it? Kaiser works with this law through the mantra, all contrast brings more clarity. If you're facing a difficult situation like a breakup for a health challenge or a health challenge, for example, tune into what the opposite looks like, which can reveal a new perspective or lesson. Yeah, and it's very difficult for some people to do that because they are so... Uh, down in the feeling so I always say go with tapping on all the negative stuff you feel and then when you feel better about that and your sub level is you know, closer to zero then go and try and visualize the other side it will be a lot easier I always try and pick the easiest way because look life is hard enough we don't have to make it harder if we can right so a lot of rhythm uh, cycles are a natural part of the universe physically you can think about the seasons on earth in our own lives we can remember that integration is just as important as growth kumar notes we expect ourselves to be one way all the time whether we're thinking about our health or even productivity but this is not sustainable. So how to apply it? Take note of your inner rhythms and try to work with them 
instead of fighting them. Feeling run down? Maybe it's better to give yourself some rest instead of powering through. Again, a lot of people, you know, like for example, people have cancer and they don't understand. Cancer is a symptom. And your body created this symptom, your body will get rid of it. But your body needs to be in a state of rest and relaxation to self-heal, because that's what the body does. And this is actual science. And it's not the medicines that heal your body. The medicines, when they don't have 10,000 side effects, usually just put your body in a state of relaxation. So does Reiki, so does sound healing, ASMR, tapping, uh, acupuncture, acupressure, massages, playing sports, playing music, art, uh, watching someone doing art, watching someone and listening to someone playing music, you get drift. So choose the way you want to relax yourselves. Something that soothes you and it may change, why not? Spice it up, go mermaiding. I heard that's a great way to relax, many of them say that they used to have anxiety and all kinds of problems and they feel so much better when they go do that. Water heals and helps transmute the energy, so I'm not surprised. And I love swimming, so I'm partial to all that. So find your own rhythm, you know, and I think that's the next law, the law of rhythm. Cycles are a natural part of the universe. Physically, you can think about the seasons on Earth. In our own lives, we can remember that integration is just as important as growth. Oh no, I just read that. I'm sorry, I just want to read it again, I guess. Because I forgot to say something about that. <laughs> See, the universe is leading me back there, guys. <laughs> so what I wanted to say is that when you tap, you're actually integrating as you're going through the problem. So, when you, when you tap and you allow your different parts to come out and talk, and you treat it as if you were at a coffee table having a conversation with three parts of you, and there were three different entities, but all united together, so let's say they're all team members, and it's a, as many you know parts of you go out, those are the team members, and you're having a party with each other and having, you know, conversation, a meeting, whatever you want to call it, and you're tapping through all of this, and that's what integration looks like. It's very, very soothing. Now, if you learn to do it anytime you need to do it, three to five minutes, I guarantee you, you will love it. <laughs> but it's up to you, right? Remember, this is not therapy. This is not any advice. It, it's just a sharing stuff that can help. It's up to you what you do with it. And we're just always sharing our opinion, so... You know, you may disagree with our opinion, and that's fine. You know? We shouldn't affect how you feel, just because we think in a way or another. We all have our own point of view. And... You don't have to feel shitty because someone else, you know, maybe doesn't think exactly as you do. In fact, many times, people who just you know, say, this is how I feel, but, you know, that's just how I feel, it doesn't have to make anybody else feel like shit. It's because 
they are just offering their own point of view, but they're not saying this is the law and this is how everybody needs to feel. It's having a conversation. And sometimes, like, you know, my inner child is very bitchy when she does certain things. And I, I tell her, dude, I'm sorry, I'm not really like that. If someone is an asshole, all right, I can turn that on and just, you know, mirror it back and then, you know, tell them, you like it? No, so you're doing that. Just so you know. But I don't really go there often, and you know, there's no need for it, so. Sometimes you can easily do that when you tap, and then it doesn't turn into a fight, it turns into because you're tapping and you're calm, the other person actually many times calms down and you know, sees the other point of view and finds the way. Because sometimes we're just acting up because we are triggered and when we're triggered, we're triggered in our past selves. And back then we didn't know tapping. We didn't have all these resources. So we need to teach those parts of us all these new resources so now they can be on board with us. That's what integration really is. But there are many ways to explain it, so that's why I try and do it in different ways, because one way will speak to you, right? Someone or something will get through and help you. And that's the whole point of this. So 12, law of gender. <laughs> it's funny, without politics. And lastly, the law of gender has to do with the masculine and feminine energy that exists in all things. Kaiser notes that much of our society has historically operated from a masculine hustle and do mentality, which doesn't allow for much room to just be. So how to apply it? Achieve your own balance between the divine masculine and the divine feminine energies in order to live more authentically. And again, you can do that by tapping because that's what really, tapping and heart coherence, the heart is that chakra in between your lower chakras, which is the masculine part, and the higher chakras, which is the feminine. So the heart center is where both meet, and that's where we need to be in order to receive all the messages from the universe and leave the true carpe diem way of life. That's why when we are around people who are very heart-based, we really enjoy it because it makes us feel good. Of course, people who are completely depleted of love may really hate people who are so heart-based because they are the opposite and it's like when you just wake up and you're in a dark room and all of a sudden there is all this light on your eyes and it sort of hurts you at first. It's sort of like that for them. So that's why sometimes it's easier to follow the same stitches and if they have been treated in a certain way, you sort of do it back to them, uh, but in a way that it's actually healing them. And then once they're out of that spiral, then you can start giving them more love slowly and increasingly. That's why even in EFT techniques, they teach you that you don't have to say, even though I have this problem, I love and accept myself. 
they just say I accept myself because many people who are going through hardship to say I love and accept myself is actually a huge trigger and so we get to that point only when they actually do feel comfortable saying it and sometimes you say it even when you don't feel it but if you don't have a total refusal it's okay but if you have a total refusal you may have the complete opposite effect in the person and that can just kind of hurt them a little bit inside you know where you have that twitch like oh i don't really love myself and inside of you it shows up as like a pain of some sort in your body sometimes so there are different ways this thing show up sometimes you get really hot or really cold you know like it's really interesting i've seen throughout the years a lot of different reactions in people um you know you may start crying all of a sudden or laughing it's all releases yawning is another one feeling exhausted you know twitching <laughs> if you're streaming on twitch that's funny um <clears throat> so you know or kicking there you go youtubing <laughs> never mind anyway really bad jokes anyway what can i say um, I'm the queen of bad jokes. That's right. <laughs> so the writer says that the takeaway from this is that there you have it, like the 12 universal laws, uh, before you get too overwhelmed. Integrating them into your life is more about understanding and conceptualizing them in a way that makes sense to you. Mark notes it doesn't have to be so analytical understand the concept and keep it on the back burner in your mind she says to learn how to work with them in a day-to-day -day scenarios um it's really more about again that heart mind connection if you're not heart based your mind will be running on fear-based logic and so you cannot really understand this other stuff because it's just not built for that the way we can understand that stuff is by first connecting our heart center. You know, you first need to be in your heart, so you need to ground, connect your heart, and then your mind. You cannot do the other way, because otherwise it's ego-based, and it's no longer really connected to all that is. I cannot stress enough how important it is to be heart-based, connected, otherwise you cannot do this kind of work properly. And anybody can do this once you take the proper steps. It's not difficult in reality. You just have to pay attention. Tap on your Karatechok point. Do the heart coherence. And then you're ready to bring in the rest. And Reiki will always come to you because it's the natural vibration we have. Any of this healing vibration comes through our palms. Everybody has that. You don't need to be attuned to it, that just opens up more vibrational, you know, because it raises your vibration, it helps you in that. But you can get there by yourself, it's all very natural. Either way will work, and either way is good. Whatever path you choose, even if you're using someone who is a satanist as a teacher, if that's the path you need, that's the path you will follow, and that's fine. So evil is not what they made it out to be. It's just not. But it's a very difficult concept to explain. And I am not the alchemist. <laughs> so
So ask her to do it for you. <laughs> I do what I do. <laughs> All right? I show you, man. All right. Anyway, I, I really enjoy sound and I really love that stuff. And so today is calm and finally I can work for three days. I couldn't do it too much because they were doing the construction. And, you know, it's just impossible. And then I was exhausted. So today I am doing some stuff extra because I, I need to get the work done uh, to keep up, you know, the good work. So I wanted to bring this to you. I'm going to share this article now in the chat so everybody can go and read it if they choose to do so. Uh, it's a really good article and uh, that was shared by Ellen in our Discord. So if you want to uh, get some of the stuff he shares, really good nuggets in there. He's really good at finding stuff like this. And, um, you know, it's a good way to... <laughs> if you ask me to list them, I cannot list them. But if you listen to what I talk about, I usually am talking about this kind of stuff. So I just like this because it's very short and for uh, people who are super busy all the time because they're on that little roller coaster, it's, you know, beneficial. So I'm gonna leave it here for this one particular um, session on natural law. Uh, I would invite you to go check out Mark Basho's work. He has done extensive work on all this. And if you tap when you listen to Mark, you will not be triggered because <laughs> he's like my inner child. <laughs> we are a bit caustic, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> see, he, he gives me, um, he triggers me only when he says certain things, but it's not because of him, it's because I was abused by people who uh, he reminds me of when he does that. And the thing is, a part of me is that way, so it's not him. But I am uh, using him, and I will go back to that to show you how you can actually tap on that stuff. So when you watch whatever, it won't bother you. You can actually use it at your advantage. But I haven't been doing that because um, I've been focusing on sending Reiki to different people who have cancer or may have cancer, heart problems, different health issues, and others who have other emotional issues. And so that's kind of like and animals as well, you know? So that's where I have sort of tried to focus and because of the, the work outside, I have been more tired than usual because I can meditate and do this work anywhere. It's not the noise itself, it's the kind of noise. I can totally meditate in lots of places that are noisy but construction work for me is a bit trigger. And so it was more like my inner child every now and then would come out and be really pissed about that because my system was in pain from the noise. And I don't have a way to run away because I only have this side of the place. So, you know, I have no choice, basically. So, yeah, so that's why I've been a bit sore. That's what I wanted to do, but that's okay. Sometimes you need a break, so it's all good. 
So this is it for this one. We'll do some some healing and stuff as well to come up. Haha. 